Welcome to Having a Beer with Al and Bill. My name's Al. My name's Bill. Let's crack open a cold one. Yeah, my beer didn't explode everywhere. This week, I've got the beer that Bill was drinking last week, which is the Porter with North Carolina sweet potatoes. And I have the Porter with coffee, coconut, and cocoa nibs. So let's get right into it. I want to talk about what we were talking about before, and that is Deadpool 2. Yes. Super excited. Yeah, so am I. I saw a commercial for Trolley Gummies. Tiny hands. And if your wife comes through, she may be my hero. I know. It's only sold at 7-Elevens, and in upstate New York, they are not prevalent. Yeah. As in, there's probably not one within 30 miles of my house. Luckily, my wife is close to one, so hopefully she will buy out the store and we will be swimming in tiny hands. (laughs) We did give very explicit instructions to buy them all. Not just a few of them, all of them. Oh, yes. All the gold of King Midas. No, silver, silver. I just want the tiny hands, man. I want I want to go to Deadpool 2 and I want to stand outside the movie theater and eat my tiny hands and then go in and eat my tiny hands. And I want to whisper to people very creepily, tiny hands. I'm probably going to get arrested and you're going to bail me out. That's fine. It's going to be your wife's fault. And she's going to pay the bail. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Because she bought me the tiny hands. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited for Deadpool 2. No, I mean, the first one was obviously a hit. That thing was ridiculous. And we talked about before how they took it to another level and changed up the game when it comes to comic book movies. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like a comic book movie, which is very nice. Ryan Reynolds is absolutely hilarious, as always. Deadpool is going to be the best movie. Haven't seen any really good trailers for it, and I really don't want to. I did what I basically do with every other movie now is I watch the first one and then I kind of avoid everyone after that. So that way when I go into the movie, I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. I heard the worst thing ever today from one of my coworkers. About what? She went to a party two days before she went to see Infinity Wars and someone spoiled it completely. What? Straight up just yelled it out. She lost her mind. She was so mad. No. Yep. That's why I was so desperate to see it opening weekend because I don't want the spoilers. Exactly. You can try all you want, but you have that friend, that butthole friend who decides to (laughs) just tell you everything because why not? Snape killed Dumbledore. It's true. It happened. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't even say spoiler alert because you know what? If you haven't read it by now or seen the movie, you deserve to have it spoiled for you. But we're talking Infinity War, which is not even a month old yet. Yeah. That's horrific. It was was bad. She was really mad about it. And then she didn't stop. Like the person didn't stop spoiling the movie. Seriously? And even more hilarious, she never saw the movie. The person who spoiled it. Never saw it. Just like, I heard. Are you joking? And then ruined the movie. No. And she was actually very much, she watched all the movies. So she was ready for this. She's seen everything. So she's been committed to the whole thing to have all that build up to be ruined by some random loud mouth. Was there drinking involved in this party? I don't know. Please say yes. No excuse. No excuse. No, no excuse. But please say yes. (laughs) Because that would make me at least feel a little bit better about humanity. I guess. Yeah, that was bad. Horrible. That's like, Snape killed Dumbledore, man. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop. I can't stop saying it. It's so old now. It was a joke for the longest time. Yeah. But was it? Because he did. Snape killed Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. There, you don't need to read any of the books. I just ruined the ending for you. I like Harry Potter. (laughs) What? Boo. Seriously? You don't like Harry Potter? Hey, I like young adult literature. Thank you very much. Well... I am a child. My sixth grade reading level appreciates it. (laughs) That's not why the stories are just better. How about that? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Boom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Boom. I believe you had something you wanted, your public service announcement? I do have a public service announcement. 
For those of you who use the internet, and if you're listening to this podcast, congratulations, you use the internet. There's something called DNS. What is that? It's called domain name service. It's a lookup service. So think of it like this. Here, here's an analogy I made up. What's my address? I you don't, don't know. No. Right. But you know who I am. Yes. Okay. So if you wanted to send a letter to me, yes. you could, with computers, yes. just say alshouse.com. And then that computer would go out and find my address. Because every computer on the internet has an actual address. Hmm. So you go to Facebook.com. You're actually looking up Facebook's address yeah. in sort of the white pages if you want to find somebody's phone number. So you look up Facebook.com and currently it is at 1.8.6.5.4. Made yeah. that up. That's not true. But that's what you do. Yeah. So a DNS is just a service that takes a website and goes and finds the physical address. That long, boring technical explanation Generally, your ISP, your internet service provider, is the one that provides this domain name service for yeah. your household, okay? They can track everything you do. They, every website, I know you don't think you do it, but everything you type in, no matter what it is, any website gets looked up through your ISP. So there's plenty of alternatives. So you could use, there's Google, who has a DNS, and they aggregate information and will track you in much of the way they track everything else in the world. There's Cisco, they have open DNS. They don't really have a policy, I believe, but they can track you and you can track your own stuff through OpenDNS. And then there's this new one that came out in April. It's called Cloudflare and they are a service provider for website hosting. Now they are the first privacy focused DNS service. Okay. So they keep your logs for 24 hours and they don't do anything with them. They get rid of them. And that's the end of it. And they are allegedly, and I haven't actually confirmed this, the fastest provider of DNS service. So they're faster than everybody else too. Oh, wow. Now we're talking milliseconds here. Yeah, yeah. Everything, oh, this all happens within a second. You probably don't even know what's happening. Yeah. But it's very important to know that you're giving away your information and people can use it however they want. You might as well choose someone that's agreeing not to do it. And now the savvy people out there are like, wait, but if you're getting it for free, then you're the service. And you're right, because that's generally how it works. But the way Cloudflare works is they're a hosting company. So if you are looking up all of your websites through Cloudflare, all of the websites that they host are going to be loaded much quicker. It's actually a service for their customers who are paying them to host their websites. Okay. That's how they can get away with doing it for free. They've committed to audits. And I'm not getting paid to say this. Again, we don't get paid to say anything. We probably yeah. owe you money for listening to this. Yeah. But it's something you should think about. If you have a router at your house, you should Google your router model number and then go through and see if you can change the DNS on it. I've done it on mine. I've had it since the day it came out and it's been solid. Yeah. Yeah. I would start here. If you're really privacy focused there, do not track cookies you can send out in your browser. Yeah. There's settings on most of the big browsers. Most of them don't really work anyway, but your yeah. ISP is definitely tracking you. So get off your ISP's DNS if you can. That's the PSA for the day. Without a segue, let's talk about something. The other day, this is just me seeing a random article and then my brain going somewhere completely different. I'm just going to pick your head about this. Okay. One of my favorite trilogies of all time is Back to the Future. And my favorite movie out of that is two. I love the futuristic setting. I love the idea of flying cars and hoverboards and everything. It's all fantastic. Yeah. The other day, there was an article that Uber came out with a flying car. I saw that. I didn't read it. It's like every other flying car you see in the market now. It's a plane. Yep. It's a glorified plane with regular propellers. It's just smaller. So that's it. So it's basically just a personal plane. And it had me thinking about all of that. It's like, okay, one, is there even viable option out there right now? The answer is no. You're coming out with this. There is a car that's on the market that you can buy. But again, it's a plane. Yep. The wings fold out. 
and then you have to get up to speed and then you take off. Yep. So you need a landing strip and a takeoff. So my thing is, do you think there's viable options with flying cars in the near future? No. Agreed. Good talk. My thing is, I look at these options and they're garbage. They're completely unnecessary. Like It's just to appease the person who thinks that it's a good idea. You have to take off and land this thing like a plane. It's not remotely useful. Yeah. Unless you have your private strip on your island in the middle of the ocean surrounded by gold. Yeah. For the normal Joe, that's not happening. I started thinking about, I'm like, okay, what is possible? And one of the ways you can go about it is like, you know, you have something like a drone, regular rotor wing stuff. Why hasn't that really come about? Look that up. That is out there, but for whatever reason, it's not as popular as the plane idea. So I'm guessing that it requires too much power or the propeller needs to be huge. Maybe it could be. I'll just say from my point of view, flying cars, I don't want to say are a pipe dream. I'm sure they will be a thing just like personal planes are, Yeah. but they're not going to be as prevalent as people think they are Yeah. because there's going to be humans flying them. And every Joe Schmo is not going to go out and buy a plane car and then go fly it in the air and then the engine breaks down and they come in for a crash landing in your neighborhood. You know how many people are going to get pissed about that? Yeah. Seriously, it's not going to work out. Maybe someday when we get fully autonomous cars, we've had it for a few years, they can change that to planes. And when the planes fly themselves, yeah, I think that might be a viable option. It can go faster. Right now, we can't even drive cars on the road, let alone going in the air with a plane. Like, that's just not happening. We can't function. We'd be texting and flying, crashing everywhere, hitting telephone poles, be fire volcanoes. Barbara Streisand would be just yelling out of her mansion. I don't know. That's what she'd be yelling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's like, ooh, a flying plane. I agree. I don't think it's a viable option. I mean, it's definitely cool science fiction wise, but it's nowhere down the pipeline. But you're right. I think autonomous cars is the evolution to that. And then it's possible. Because we can't be flying it. That's the bottom line. Exactly. How do you feel about autonomous cars? That's an interesting subject. I feel that it's a necessary evil. And I feel that there's two sides to this coin. There are cars that are meant to drive themselves completely. And then there are idiots that are using autopilot to crash their cars. Yeah. So I don't want to conflate people driving a Tesla that has autopilot that is semi-autonomous with the Waymo or whatever those Volvo cars are that are driving around for Uber. Okay. Those are meant to be completely autonomous. Yeah. So as far as the autonomous ones go, I think that the instance of fatality per mile driven is severely lower than a person driving a car. So I think it's good overall and we still have a long way to go. So this definitely came in mind when uh, I... Got to drive my brother's car and he has Subaru. I finally got to try out the eyesight. So, you know, the lane adjustment slash the adaptive cruise control. Yeah. The adaptive cruise control, I thought it was, I actually did like it a lot. It's nice. I did like it. It kept, you know, it kept actually that safe legal distance. You're supposed to have that two and a half car lengths. <laughs> no one does that. It kept that two and a half car lengths, which you can actually adjust, which I thought was interesting too. Yep. Turned into, I didn't have to hit my brakes whenever I started creeping up on someone. It just slowed me down. And then when I felt safe enough, I would just go in the other lane and then it would pick up speed again yeah. and either follow the person that was in that lane or just, you know, basically I'd sped up and I could go past them. Fantastic. I loved it. It just, it made, you know, the monotonous highway driving that much easier. 
I agree. I have had first-hand knowledge and many miles driven with semi-autonomous features. And it's amazing how much nicer a long drive is when you don't have to constantly push the pedals and adjust the steering and still have to pay attention. Yeah. So you have all that yeah. extra room to pay attention. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like I, I was always paying attention, but you know, it's that one annoying little thing that I didn't have to always do. You know, always hit the brakes, you yeah. know, turn off the cruise control yep. and then turn it back on whenever I passed a person. Get annoyed. Look at them like, what are you doing? You're going one mile slower than me. This is ridiculous not only that but you have to sit there if you go to pass them you have to worry about the person in the left lane then you have to either speed up it's you know it's this whole thing that you just take out yeah i agree although i will say it's a double-edged sword because what i found myself doing is happily going 10 miles below the speed limit behind somebody in front of me because i didn't even notice i slowed down yep but at the same time is that bad not saying it's bad, but then I catch myself and I'm like, why am I going 48 <laughs> and a 55? You know, I get on my, my high horse and turn my blinker on and speed past them all mightily and wish I was giving them the finger, but I'm not man enough to do it. Well, the other funny thing is I did try to lane, lane cues. That was interesting because I did, I did have that moment where it was like, hey, here's a lane. And it was as I was passing someone. So all of a sudden the car kind of jerked towards the car. No, like, not bad, but enough that like if I wasn't paying attention, yeah, I could have definitely hit him. Because that, that thing does over-adjust. Yeah. It's not fast enough to catch the fact that there's something in the other lane. Because I did try it out. And yep. sure enough, it did go past the line in the other side because it adjusted too much. Especially okay. on a turn. Yeah. That was interesting. But it's kind of a good scenario because it still forces you to pay attention. But at the same time, you do have a little more comfort while driving long distance. I will compare that to, say, the Tesla of the world. And don't get me wrong, I think they're doing great stuff. And they are advertising their messages that their autopilot is not autonomous. But I think people are just accepting that it is because it's so good. From what I understand, I've never driven in one, but it is good enough where people get so comfortable that apparently they go into their passenger seat and take a nap and then get caught doing it and get their license suspended because they're <laughs> awesome. That actually happened. That's a news story I read a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. This is what the world has come to. I know. But at the same time, there is that level. It's like you can't take away too much because then it does. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If you have a car that's going to drive itself, am I really going to be sitting there staring at the road? No, I'm going to be reading or, you know, crocheting because why not? Real men crochet. Yeah, real men crochet. I don't know how to crochet. Yeah, neither do I. You get the point. You're not going to sit there and stare at the road. You're going to fall asleep then. So then you might as well do something else. That's why I kind of like the eyesight at this moment in time. Like you said, we're nowhere near that point where we can go fully autonomous. Yep. And that's the scary part is that we're close enough. I'd say we're like 80% of the way there. So people are like, yeah, it's totally good. I don't need to pay attention. Yeah, but we're not there yet. No. You got to accept it. We're still in the early stages. I mean, this is all basically that beta testing at this point. I mean, yeah, it's out there, but we are years away. But when it happens, yeah, I'm going to be happy. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh. If I could just tell my car where to take me, like overnight trips, can you imagine? Your seat folds down into like a little bed. You you wake up and you're eight hours away. You could drive across the country in like a day. There you go. You sit there and, you know, it's like I want to go on vacation. You get out of work and be like, you know what? Just drive out there. Pretty much. And then you could be doing other stuff. Exactly. If you could work from home, you could work from your car. <sighs> Boom. Spend your work day. I just made you a lot of money. You're welcome. The only problem with these ambitious goals is that even when we get to that point, it's still even further away. It's almost like the TV. TV first came out. It was stupid expensive. Yep. When was TV put out there? Was that the 50? something like that i'm not even gonna try I yeah no i honestly don't know but you know then ish you know now we're at that point where tvs are cheap so it's kind of like that concept but obviously on a grander scale so it's going to be a long time before average joe can get something of that luxury 
Yeah. I think as long as we move toward the vast mass adoption of these autonomous vehicles, everybody will be a lot safer. Agreed. Because right now, like the biggest issue on the roads is a human. And I've also heard there were studies done of people learning how to drive with autonomous vehicles. So when somebody realizes it's an autonomous vehicle, they'll be more aggressive. They'll cut them off. They'll do whatever they want because they know the vehicle is going to yield to them. And I think that's going to be a problem too. Really, probably in our lifetime, we're not going to see it done right. It's just going to be a struggle. And then maybe someday we'll luck out and either be able to enjoy it when we're, you know, decrepit and can't move or we're just not going to see it. Yeah. And I think it's going to turn into almost like a mass transit system where you don't really own a car anymore. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you your transportation expenses would be made up in like a month of just doing what you need to do and going where you need to go. You know, it's one of the coolest little sci-fi things that I enjoyed in a movie hmm. was Minority Report. Okay. They had almost like pill cars on the track. Yeah. That would go up to your apartment. So it's exactly like you're saying. It's like mass transit. But then they had separate cars for if you want to go out on the country roads. But, you know, they had this whole track system in the city with these like pill cars that would sit there and move around each other and then drop you off at your house and then go park wherever and then it'll take you to work watching that movie and seeing that that would be amazing but to build that one it looks horrendous and (laughs) two (laughs) no one's gonna want to look at that but then also you can't build something that big it's just too expensive and no one's gonna want to fund that I bet you there will be a city that will. And once they work out all the kinks, everybody's going to want to do it. It's like a subway system. Yeah. You got to put in the money, but the return on investment is huge. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's the problem now these days is a lot of cities, you know, like the up and coming cities build a subway. Holy crap. It's too much. Yeah. Like it's, it's expensive. It's going to take forever. If we could find out a way to basically take it almost to the sky. That's why something like China, where they built those buses that go over the roads, Yeah. Not a bad idea. It's pretty cool. It's definitely trying to alleviate the problem because mass transit is a good idea. Yeah, I agree. And if it's accessible to many people and inexpensive, I think that's a really good catalyst for people to use it. Exactly. I know my problem, like I would do mass transit like a bus. I'm not scared to take a bus as much as I'm scared of the fact that it takes five times as long as me driving to take a bus. I have to take out a chunk of my day to do it. And it's unfortunate, but you go to bigger cities like DC or New York or thing like that, then you have these subway systems. I love those subway systems. Oh, it's so great. You just hop on it. You're wherever you need to go and you walk everywhere. I mean, it is fantastic. Yeah, it's re- where we are is really not walkable. And exactly. We have public transit, but it really needs, you need a car. If you're going to go and do errands on a weekend, or if you're going to go back and forth to work, you really need a car unless you live really close to where you work. The Boring Company, I'm pretty sure, is trying to do some more underground work, and they're trying to alleviate traffic on the West Coast. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. So enough about transportation. I want to play a game before we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm making this up so it might not be good, but I think we're going to take turns saying a word and then you spit out the first thing that pops into your head. Oh, man. But you have to, you have to just like split second. You can't hesitate. You can't think about it. Okay, I'll try. Ready? Sure. Deadpool. Amazing. Avengers. Awesome. Ponies. Cute. Carrots. Good for the eyes. Onions. Smelly. Bacon. Awesome. Weasels. Annoying as <laughs> Dogs. Loyal. But why is there an explanation of this? I don't know, because I saw a video today about dogs where apparently Inside Edition went to people's house to see how good these dogs are. And they went into the house and the dog's tails are wagging. They're trying to be friends with intruders, even when they were attacking the owners. Kind of funny. Yep. Definitely went up to the owners, shaking them. And then the dogs were like trying to play with them. 
that would be my dog. I, I can't believe I'm having a side on this. So people come to my door. He sounds like he's going to eat you. He's like scratching his door. He's a beagle mix. He's not that fierce. But you come inside. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? Can I lick you? Can we just get pet? Yeah. Watching that video definitely makes me want a dog less. Not to say dogs are bad, but that would devastate me if I had a dog that just would be like, hey, you want to play? To someone who's robbing me. Yeah. I mean, in their defense, how do they know? I guess. All right. Back into it. Okay, go. Harry Potter. Garbage. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. This was your big <laughs> test. I'm, I'm offended. Okay. Watchmen. Comic. Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty good, huh? <laughs> Game of Thrones. Still haven't seen it. Come on, man. Come on. What has it been out for like seven years? Yeah, I know. I haven't, you got to get HBO for that. All right. Rick and Morty. Cartoon. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I haven't watched many episodes of Rick and Morty. I've watched right, like right, five. Right, right. Fire hydrants. Dog urinal. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to go for creative. That's right, right? It's, it's more fun. Okay. Barstool. Drunk. Drooling. Drunk. <laughs> you can't copy me. I didn't copy. I just repurposed. That's copying me when it's the same word. <laughs> oh, that burned. Ow. <laughs> oh, that burned my nose. <laughs> okay, I think this is... All right, we'll call it here. Yeah, we'll call it here. I do like that. That's interesting. It's different. All right, everybody. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Al. My name's Bill. Keep it cool.